Hey, kings and queens. So January came and went, and now it is officially February. And you know what that means? It's time to celebrate Black History Month, right? So granted, Black History Month, although honorable, although special, although very meaningful, let's not forget that being Black is something to be celebrated 365, right? Period. But again, it is Black History Month. It's the month that is dedicated to us. Shortest month of the year. I feel some type of way about that, but we're about to go there. It's Black History Month, guys. <laughs> and this year on Adjusting Crowns, we are going to focus solely on Black History Month. Every episode for the month of February is going to be Black History Month related. And specifically, we're going to focus on the theme for 2022 regarding Black History Month. Did you guys know that there were themes every year for Black History Month? Neither did I. I just found that out two seconds ago when I was doing research. So y'all, let's talk about it, period. (laughs) What's up, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of Adjusting Crowns. I'm your hosted, The Melanated Queen. And like I said in my lovely intro, we are going to focus on Black History Month every Wednesday throughout the entire month of February. And more specifically, we're going to focus on the theme, which is Black health and wellness. So I was today years old, within a few minutes ago, to be exact, that there were themes for Black History Month. I mean, it makes sense, but I had no idea. So I'm looking at Davenport University's website, and it's showing a list of all the themes but for the past years and current year. So like I said, this year's theme is Black health and wellness. And I'm looking back at past years. It looks like it goes back to 2014. So they must have been recognizing doing themes since then. So going back to 2014, their theme was civil rights in America. The year after that was a century of Black life, history, and culture. 2016 was hallowed ground, sites of African-American memories. 2017, the crisis in Black education. 18 was African-Americans in times of war. 19 was Black Migrations, ooh, I bet that was interesting. 2020, African-Americans and the vote. Very interesting, especially since it's so relevant to right now. I think we're like having court proceedings and stuff about that right now. So that's interesting. Um, Let's see, 2021, so last year, the Black family, representation, identity, and diversity. That's dope. I, I kind of want to touch on all of these, to be honest with you. Some are standing out way more than others, but all in all, these are really interesting. I wish I knew about this so we could have talked about it in the past, but, you know, better late than never, right? So for this episode, we're going to focus on Black health and wellness because it is the theme for this year, and this is the first episode of February, Black History Month, so I might as well focus on its theme, right? So again, Black health and wellness... I'm referencing the website, Davenport University. I'm going to have the link posted in the episode notes, of course. You guys can check it out. And just for referencing purposes, of course. But um, just quoting this article here, it says, The theme of Black health and wellness acknowledges the legacy of not only Black scholars and medical practitioners excuse me, in Western medicine, but also other ways of knowing. So example, like birth workers, doulas, midwives, herbalists. So... This is going to recognize the significant people in Western medicine, Black people, Black people in Western medicine throughout African diaspora. So the 2022 theme considers activities, rituals, and initiatives that Black communities have done to be well. 
I'm intrigued. <laughs> so I am going to dive into this. It's one little article here. I'm going to reference it as much as possible. Just going over a quick little skim of it or just skimming through it real quick. What am I saying? Um, it does touch on the COVID-19 pandemic. So hmm, I would love to know how our hands were involved in, you know, helping make this country healthier and safe during this time, you know, because I know we had a lot to do with that, obviously. <laughs> All right, y'all. So without further ado, I'm going to go ahead and get right into this article. As I mentioned before, focusing on Black health and wellness, it's going to focus mainly on the legacy that Black scholars and medical practitioners in Western medicine have left behind, but also too other ways as being able to provide to people on a medical standpoint, right? So like birth workers, doulas, for example. So we're going to go ahead and dive into those people within the Black communities and what they've done. So the article starts by saying, in order to foster good health and wellness, Black people have embarked on self-determination, mutual aid, and social support initiatives to build hospitals, medical and nursing schools, uh, what else? And community clinics. Clinics were established by individual, individuals, grassroots organizations, and mutual aid societies, such as African Union Society, National Association of Colored Women, and Black Panther Party. Ooh, Black Panther Party. Honestly, that doesn't surprise me. Um, prior to gaining knowledge, I always thought that the Black Panther Party, not that they were bad, but they were like a radical group, you know, um, they were a group of Black people that were sick of the BS that were going, what was going on within the government and white people and stuff. So, you know, they were a radical group that, you know, was like, no, nah, I'm not doing this and I'm gonna beat you up and I'm gonna shoot you or whatever. But it wasn't like that. They definitely gave back to their community they offered free like health and dental care and stuff like that and so much more. And it's just sad how like I thought that. So I can only imagine how many other people thought or think that. You know what I mean? So it doesn't surprise me that they were a part of this process. So um, let's see. Uh, these associations provided spaces for Black people to counter the economic and health disparities and discrimination that are found at mainstream institutions. We all know this to be true. There are studies that show that, you know, Black women are not respected and acknowledged within healthcare. When they say, hey, I'm in pain, something's going on, they are quick to be dismissed. They are quick to get very subpar um, attention and medical uh, attention, you know. So this doesn't surprise me whatsoever. These disparities and anti-Blackness led to communities developing phrases such as, when white folks catch a cold, Black folks get pneumonia. That's ridiculous. Initiatives to help decrease disparities have centered several outcomes, including having more diverse practitioners and representation in all segments of the medical and health programs, including such as the Ronald E. McNair Scholars. Even the impact of popular culture texts like Doc McStuffins can't be dismissed. Who knows Doc McStuffins? That is the cutest little show on Disney Junior. When my son was tiny, eh, he never really watched it per se, but he'll like watch Mickey Mouse Clubhouse and then that show will come on after or before or whatever. So I've seen it. The cutest thing in the world. For those of you who don't know who Doc McStuffins is, it's a little black girl whose mom, I believe, is a nurse or a doctor or something like that. And she kind of took a liking to the field. And um, she has her cute little kid uh, doctor set with the stethoscope and, you know, the little medical bag or whatever with all her tools. 
and um, she takes care of her toys. They come to life when no one's looking, and she takes care of them when things happen. You know, it's 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 the cutest show, honestly. It's so cute. All right, so continuing the article, the rise of fields such as public and community health and health informatics have led to a rise in preventive care and a focus on body positivity, physical exercise, nutrition, exploring other dietary options such as veganism and vegetarianism, and gardening. Black health and wellness not only includes one's physical body, but also emotional and mental health. Yes. So last year, I did an entire segment on mental health. It was very popular, and I gained so much knowledge in doing the research and sharing that stuff with you. Mental health is so important to focus on. It is so important to focus on within the Black community. Why? Because we tend, especially our Black men, tend to feel as if we have to just take up, take on all the pressure. Suck it up. Move on. Keep it pushing. Don't cry. Don't show emotion. Be tough. Be independent, which isn't necessarily a bad thing. Be tough. Be independent. But cry when you want to cry. You know what I mean? Vent when you want to vent. You don't need to do this thing all alone. You don't. And if you feel like you have no one, at least take care of your mental health and reach out to a therapist. Therapy is everything. Don't feel embarrassed. Don't feel ashamed. Listen, (laughs) Black health and wellness and mental health go hand in hand. It is the same thing. It's one and the same. Take care of your mental health. It is very important. So the article continues by stating, at this point in the 21st century, our understanding of Black health and wellness is broader and more nuanced than ever, which is really good news. Social media and podcasts such as The Read, hosted by Crystal and Kid Fury, have normalized talking about mental health and going to therapy, as well as initiatives such as Therapy for Black Girls. And then I also may add, because the article seemed to have forgotten, but it's no problem. It's okay. I got you. Um, Adjusting Crowns, the podcast by Sid, the Melanated Queen, right? Segment about mental health last year, talking about it right now for the theme of 2022, Black History Month. I understand that you guys forgot to put it. It's perfectly fine. I got you. (laughs) So yes, podcasts are very popular. Um, Different things on social media. There's like little shows and um, even just a page on Instagram or whatever. There's so many things that focus on Black wellness black health and helps normalize the things that at one point seemed abnormal within the black community. So that is absolutely amazing. More of us are understanding, going back to the article, more of us are understanding the need to hold down, lift up, center, and fight fiercely for our beloved trans siblings and family, which is awesome. Black girls are doing breath work and there are whole yoga studios dedicated to people of color which is awesome. I remember I was watching a commercial. I think it was um, for a deodorant or something like that. And it was showing this girl, black woman, heavy set girl, thickamus, maximus, plus size queen. And she was a yoga teacher. Flexible as I don't know what, doing all the little things that they do in yoga. I don't know anything about it. And I was like, you go queen, go off. What? You know what I mean? She represented body positivity, like the article mentioned. Physical exercise, whoa, exercise, physical exercise, (laughs) exercise, I can't even say it now. You know how like when you stare at a word or say it too many times, it starts to like sound weird, look weird. I just had one of those moments. Don't mind me, guys. Anyways, um, I don't remember her name, 
I'll have to find out, but I thought that was awesome. It was very encouraging and things like that. Representation like that is what is so necessary within the black community because there's different shades of us. There's different walks of life. I mean, the whole nine. So to have someone that represents something that is similar to you, something that you can connect with, can make you maybe feel a little bit more inclined to partake in said activities. You know what I mean? Like, I think we have this negative stigma or this negative way of thinking at times that there's certain things that Black people just don't do, i.e. go to therapy, i.e. do yoga. I've gone so far as to hear people say, you know, white people stuff. And I'm like, just because it might be more common for them to do it doesn't mean it's their thing. You know what I mean? And nine times out of 10, if you do your history, we invented it. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, it's just kind of sounds real stupid when we say things like that. I've heard it said before. Shoot, I'm guilty of saying it. You know? So, yep. Representation is everything. And I appreciate the Black people who stepped outside of the box, stepped outside of their comfort zone or what everybody else would deem their comfort zone and do something different to help us realize, like, look, Anything they can do, we can do better. Because nine times out of ten, we ain't created it anyway. <laughs> Anyways, okay, going back to the article. Mindful of sister, Audrey Lords. I hope I said her name right. A-U-D-R-E. I've quoted so many of her things. Forgive me if I butchered that. Um, so mindful of sister, Audrey, Audrey, I believe, Lord, words. We are doing more to move forward holistically for the betterment of ourselves, our bodies, our relationships, our communities, and our planet. We are determined to create a platform that shines a light on the multiple facets of Black health and wellness through education and activism. There is much to uncover, amplify, question, and correct. In the still overhanging shadow of COVID-19, Black people should and do use data and other information sharing oof, modalities. You guys, I'm, I promise you I'm college educated. I promise you. Anyways, um, <laughs> Black people should and do use data and other information sharing modalities, aka things, because I don't know, to document <laughs> and agitate against the interconnected, intersecting inequalities intentionally baked into systems and structures in the U.S. for no other reason than to curtail Wow, circumscribe and destroy Black well-being in all forms and Black lives. I'm not going to say that corny, silly stuff where it's like you're using big words. No such thing as a big word. It's just a word you're not familiar with using. But I'm just like, wow, you know, I kind of read fast. And it's hard to do that when I'm seeing words that I don't typically use in everyday conversation. And then I had to remember, oh, so I am definitely quoting from Davenport University. <laughs> I would hope that they'd be using words like this and speaking eloquently and like they got some education. Anyways, <clears throat> moreover, Black communities must look to the past to provide the light for our future by embracing the rituals, traditions, and healing modalities, or go that word, of our ancestors. These ways of knowing require a decolonization of thought and practice. Say that for the people in the back. Yes, ma'am. All right, so it's bothering me. We're going to go ahead and see what the heck this word is and how to pronounce it. Here we go. I say it's modalities. Let's see. Modalities. Period. 
I knew it. Now let's see if it can say this queen's name right. Let's see. I say Audrey Lord. What is it? Audrey Lord. Pick. Listen. <laughs> when you doubt yourself, don't play with me. <laughs> All right, y'all. So this is going to wrap up our episode. Episode one of Black History Month 2022. Theme of Black health and wellness. So, I mean, I didn't really dive, dive deep into this matter. Maybe I'll talk about it more next week as well. But do your research, guys. I mean, first of all, before anything, look up Doc McStuffins. It is the cutest show. Oh my goodness. And if you have little girls or even little boys that inspire to be doctors, nurses, or anything in the medical field, you know, if you see that interest, don't ignore it. You know what I mean? Definitely pay attention to that because these little men and women, these little black men and women can really make a difference in our future. The children are the future. So yeah, we need more of us up in there. We need more of us in education. But we really do need to focus on this. So watch Doc McStuffins. It's the cutest. <laughs> and then do your more research, you know. Look up the amazing people within the Black Panther Party and how involved they were in the medical field. They, you know, like I said, I read up on them providing free dental and healthcare. And like I said in the article, or like the article said, you know, they mainly did that because there were so many disparities within the Black community and discrimination um, when it came to things like that, that we had no choice but to really kind of theme for ourselves. So it's, it's just interesting history to look up and pay attention to. Um, I'm looking at this article and I'm probably going to use it as one, if not the main um, reference for the month because it does talk about all the themes. Ooh. And I said that it goes up to 2014, but that's a lie. I am looking at this, and it started since 1928, child. I'm not about to read all this, but again, I'll have the link in um, the show notes. But just to name a few, 1941, the career of Frederick Douglass. That was the theme for Black History Month. Um, let's see. I'm just kind of skipping around. 1961, freedom and democracy for the Negro after 100 years. 1861 and 1961. Wow. And, you know, it'll be kind of dope to look into that because it'll give a record of what the last 100 years were from 1861 to 1961. I wonder how significant of a difference it has been from 1961 to 2022. Interesting. Okay, what else? Randomly just kind of scrolling. 1996, Black women, period. <laughs> the whole month was about us. That's great. Um, Let me see, what else? Uh gonna choose one more mm. 1989 afro-americans and religion now that's a good one so yeah there's mad themes here it even shows us what the theme for 2023 is going to be anti-black violence and resistance in the diaspora hmm. interesting all right y'all again black history month black history month black history month black history month we're going to talk about all the things black Blackity Black Black all month, period. <laughs> stay tuned for next week's episode. As always, stay beautiful, stay smart, stay pronouncing words properly, and expanding your vocabulary. 
because I don't know why saying this word was so difficult for me. I mean, I had it right, but I second-guessed myself. Let's just make sure. Modalities? Modalities. Correct. Anyways, <laughs> stay expanding your vocabulary. Stay adjusting those crowns, you guys. And as always, of course, of course, of course, stay loving the skin you're in. <laughs> Until next time, y'all.